space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. We'll write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Friday to you and yours. Happy Friday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, bud. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Ooh, man, not as good as Habs fans, but still pretty good. I mean, yeah, let's start by giving a congrats to all the Habs fans. Uh, there's a ton of them who do listen to the station, the show. and Have they let the people out of the Bell Center yet? <laughs> I did, did you, see that. Did you hear that? They made, so, they made it. Yeah, explain it. I, I stayed up. I watched the, watched the whole game last night. I was, I was transfixed by it. It's, it's crazy to see the crowds outside in Montreal. Yeah. And as the game ends and they do the, you know, the trophy presentation kind of thing. Did they touch it, by the way? No, they, they took did? a picture around okay. it. Okay. Uh, you hear the public announce uh, come on and say, uh, you know, due to uh, activities happening outside the uh, the stadium, we need you to stay in the Bell Center. They announced that the concessions would actually be staying open. No way! Yeah, for a period of time, so that people, if they wanted to get a, a you know something to eat or another drink, um, just uh, just sit tight where you are. Right now is what they were asking him to do. Uh, eventually, their owner, uh, Jeff Molson, hopped on as well and, yeah, encouraged people to just party in here for a little bit, folks, until they uh, finish tear gas in the crowd outside to move them off down the street. <laughs> tear gas in the crowd. They did. Did they really? Yes, dude. I saw them disperse them. Oh, my God. I was up to, like, after midnight watching that. It was crazy. I imagine they actually do end up winning the cup. I mean... <laughs> Holy. Somebody said, "Now uh, Montreal's won the Western Conference title more recently than Vancouver." Yeah, that's that's a new one for yep. Montreal to yep. see the uh, the Campbell Conference Trophy. The that's usually awarded to the winner of the Western Conference go to the Montreal Canadiens. How do you, how do you hang a banner for that one? What does that look like? Do you? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know Western what? Conference Champions twenty twenty one. Like, what is that? Does that get its own thing? Or I guess do you, you do, right? Do you hang a Stanley Cup finalist? Like, even the even the hats, like, it didn't say Western Conference champion. It said, like, finals, and then it had, like, a Canadian's logo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's That's just so random. It's a weird year. Well, look, Habs fans, I mean, what a oh, run. Rolling it, man. A- anybody it. anybody who's, you know, we, we're guilty of it as well, right? Talking sure. about how awful the north division is and it was a joke <laughs> were. Uh, but you know what what can you say now right they were put in the position all they've done is win it's the playoffs and man. then they took out one of the top teams i mean you can't say anything else anymore they're taking out two of the top teams really well, it, the first round and now the conference finals fair, so. yeah fair and enough Win- winnipeg was a bit middling this year but i mean toronto was a cup hopeful vegas was a cup hopeful if you took your you know your top uh your top four, I think you probably would have said, you know, Tampa, Colorado, Vegas, Toronto would have yeah, been maybe the probably the top say. four that would have been betting favorites going into the playoffs. I would say. You've taken out two of those. You might need to take out three, depending on what happens tonight in Tampa Bay. But, yeah. man alive, what an accomplishment. Yeah, it's incredible. I saw Joey see him chugging a beer on the uh, Facebook page. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I just uh, saw that this morning. It's great. great. He was throwing stuff in the group chat. So He was pretty quiet in the conference call yesterday. I think he was a little nervous. Yeah. 
on the Zoom call yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a little nervous yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah. too good. Well, congrats, good him. congrats to Habs fans. I'm I'm excited for you. I mean, and yeah. the Habs are an exciting team right now. They're not even playing boring. They're a fun team. Now, do you what do you do with the building? Can you get more folks in the building for the Stanley Cup oh, finals? You have to, don't you? They had 3500 in there last night. And it's funny, you <laughs> there's there's like 20,000 people arm to arm, shoulder to shoulder in the streets. And they're standing along these patios, which yeah. are socially distanced, you know, 50% capacity, whatever they are. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't know if we're achieving the goal that you're looking for here. So, <laughs> you know, I know there's liability issues, but I think it's time to get them in the building. Yeah, I got to agree. I, I, I It's... When are you going to make a, a cup final again? It's so hard to make it, right? Get in there. Go make that money. Uh, quickly, let me play this for you because we're going to talk about this just after 6 o'clock. Hey, just found out I've uh, pretty much joined the Carl Brown Chip Brigade here as I'm currently delivering him a tin of chips, <laughs> those uh, Wendy Spicy Bacons. Uh, Carl, I will see you soon. Wendy Spicy Bacon? You know, spicy Chicken is what he was <laughs> delivering to me. I'm, I'm assuming that was Dennis. Uh, who met me at the White House of Rock yesterday afternoon and, yes, received a soap and brown mug and a beer koozie for his troubles. And I've got myself a tube of chips. Just after 6 o'clock, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Our Dink of the Day, though, and you know what I want to talk about for a Friday for Dink of the Day? What do you got? We're talking sex education. I love it. We're going sex ed with the Soper and Brown Show. Let's learn something. Sex ed, Matt and Carl, sex Carl, sex Matt. (laughs) Anyways, Ozzy Osbourne kicking off a Friday. Let's go. Soap and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. We're going to go to Australia, pal. Okay. Let's go hang out in Australia. Down under. Let's do a little sex ed, shall we? In Australia? Yeah. With sex ed? You know, I thought they were a little bit more open, but... Uh, I think in, in large portions of the country they are, but I'm, I'm assuming this story is going to come from a, a different standpoint. Well, let's talk about a school in Australia. Uh, Sydney, Australia, a high school that has decided to take a different bit, of, a different uh, spin okay. on sex ed, and so they separated the boys and the girls. Uh, for the girls, they talked about how you should abstain from having sex. You should not have sex until you're married. Absolutely none whatsoever. Do not do it. What? Yeah, which is the worst. That's the worst education there is. We'll talk about that in a second. But that's what women, that's what women should do. Just shouldn't have it. Don't have it until you're married. There you go. Boom. Done. All right. Get out of here. Okay. For the boys, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you to rate all the women. All the girls. What do you mean rate? Like on a... We have like- a 25-point system. Oh, wow. That's detailed. You're going to rate them based on looks. Mm-hmm. You're gonna rate them based on physically fit. Yeah. You're gonna rate them based on are they do they look like they make good wife material? Mm-hmm. Do they look like they would have a steady job? At what point does the education come into this? Uh, hold on. There's, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to see some of the other ones here. Um, do they look like they have a steady job? Uh, popularity. They're in, high, they're in high school. Loyalty. Are they look like they could? Um, are they a virgin? Are they trustworthy? You're gonna rate them. This is in Sydney, Australia? Yeah. You're going to rate them, okay? And then after they're rated, the highest ones, those are the ones that are going to make the best wife, but you should then love and cherish them 
and wait until marriage before anything happens. Do they because, teach those ones sex education or? You know, I would assume not. They're just mm. teaching to wait. But, you know, with this point system, that no way is going to lead to bullying in any way and isn't already bullying in itself, right? The wait and rate system. That's right. Hmm. Uh, obviously, has made its way back to parents in some way, shape, or form who were horrified. <laughs> Do they, they get to fill out the... Uh... To fill out the survey, or the principal no. has been fired. Uh, teachers have been suspended, uh, and they're now looking over the sexual education referendum that they. Is like one school that went rogue and just tried to implement this? Because yeah. I mean, it, it certainly doesn't sound like a countrywide initiative. It's just so far. It's just it's this, this story is about the one school. So this I imagine, one school. I imagine it is this one. School. Abstinence and rating system, mm-hmm. as opposed to education. I don't know why people have such an aversion to teaching sexual education in some way, shape, or form. Like, it's a penis, it's a vagina. Yeah. Teaches kids about it. You guys are going to be real horny very soon. Yeah. If not already. Yes. So here's a couple ways to do this safely and smartly. And if you can listen to these, you'll probably be okay. And if you're not listening, at least read the pamphlet. And if you won't read the pamphlet, at least sit there quietly. Like, it's not hard. Well, it might be, but... It gets there. It It is not difficult <laughs> to talk to somebody, especially uh-huh. young adults, about this topic. In fact, not only is it not difficult, it's important to talk to them about this. It seems pretty important. It's very important. From every study I've seen where, you know, sex education isn't something that's part of a curriculum or isn't well managed, a lot of the stats from those general areas don't look great. How often... Also, do you hear the, well, they told me that I shouldn't do it, so now I really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Once right? Turn, once they said it was a hard no, then it's like, eh, well. well I kind of really want to do that. <laughs> but no. Wait and rate. And, and rate. Mm-hmm. I, parents, talk to your kids about sex. That's from yeah. one terrible parent, as we found out yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes. To you. <laughs> So this entire Australian school board, or whoever was involved in this, all of them. All the dinks. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Speaking of dink of the day, uh, we this story, I want to say, what when did the, the Michigan woman who mistakenly crossed the border with the oh, $400,000 worth of meth? She was trying to drive to Rochester, yeah. and the GPS took her through the Canadian border, right? Mm-hmm. Um, probably three weeks ago, three maybe a month ago. I was going to say a month. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long. But we dropped it down during a dink of the day and talked about how you, you got to direct yourself better. and Put a little heat on the passenger for not you know, suggesting yeah, yeah, that yeah. maybe we had to double check those and not just go with the first spot when you're you know, carrying some cargo that might not make it across international borders. Well, Natasha Hill was her name. She was just sentenced five years behind bars. Five years, geez. Five years. Canadian prison? You know what? That's a great... Because I know she was being held in... I think she was being held in London for for a stretch of time. I'm curious if... uh, if they extradite her to uh, to Michigan, or if uh, you're just gonna hold her here, uh, it doesn't. Um, doesn't say. It doesn't say. Hmm. 
Either way. Doesn't say. Because she's a Michigan resident, does that come into play at all, do you think? I mean, like the extradition agreements between the U.S. and Canada are pretty, uh, I think they're in pretty good shape. It just depends who wants her. Who wants her? <laughs> you want to flip for it? Yeah. Or... I have no idea how that yeah, works. I thought maybe because... From Michigan, arrested at the border. She's been held in Canada, but I don't know where she has to kind of live out the sentence. You get four uh, guards, they play euchre. Maybe you split it. You split it? Mm-hmm. Two and a half, two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> would you rather, I guess, would you rather be in a Canadian or American prison? I mean, I, personally, I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming the Canadian ones are maybe better. But uh, I, We're going to need really... somebody to call us who's been at both. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have very limited experience here. <laughs> very limited. Uh, I want to play some audio for you here really quickly. At some point you know, next week, I want these in my mouth. And we're talking about the uh, Wendy's Spicy Chicken Pringles. I think we're going to get them by Friday. I want them in my mouth. I've got I've got so much traction on it right now. I think somewhere, time, and That's place. That's tomorrow. I know, but I've got I've got some mugs and I've got some koozies in the car. I might either work a trade or maybe mm. I'll zip out to that Walmart. Mm. Carl predicted mm-hmm. that we would have Pringles by today. Yep. We well, put it out in the world on what? Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah. Ant Station's not going to take that long to get these things to us. If we can't find them, somebody finds them. You were right. We've got eyes and ears everywhere. And let's talk about these bad boys in six minutes. Soper and Brown Show. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. You know, uh, every day you give a different name to the podcast, Carl. That's right. Um, It's low-key one of my favorite parts (laughs) of the day. I get to see what you call it. It's a little creative joy that that I take. Uh, Yesterday, I called it uh, Circus Feet. Uh, Wednesday's show was obviously Hey Judy. (laughs) Uh, Tuesday's show, What Kind of Porn Does Your Boss Watch? Uh, Yeah, it's it's a fun thing. Sorry, did you say... I did, yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> well, if we were going to give the whole week a title, I think it would be Wendy's Spicy Chicken Pringles. Yeah. It's kind of been the theme uh, since Tuesday, I want to say. Yeah, I think I think Tuesday, either Monday night or Tuesday morning, I had a listener who sent me an email mm-hmm. uh, and said, have you got your hands on these yet with a picture of these Pringles? I said, I have not. But based on the success of our, our previous uh, attempt to procure the uh, spicy dill pickle chips from Miss Vicky's, I thought, well, who better for the case than Hits Nation? And they delivered. Big time. Literally. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually <laughs> delivered. So yesterday, uh, you got some dropped off to your house from your buddy Jason, who you played ball hockey with very briefly, right? Yeah, Jason, yeah, I played ball hockey with, and he's an avid listener of uh, the station, so huge yeah. thanks to him. Uh, we, I did give him a trade. He got a coffee mug. I, uh, I got a message from uh, Hits listener Dennis, and Dennis was... The one who spotted the Undertaker uh, cover on nice. the back of that vehicle on the queue a couple of weeks ago and gave us a call about it. You know what's funny? Or sent us a picture about it. Undertaker guy's name is also Dennis. Are they both? They're both named Dennis. Unreal. That's funny. Anyways. So, anyways, he, um, I was meeting uh, another listener at the White House of Rock at noon to exchange a mug for a previous uh, idea that he had uh, that he had given me. We do lots of trades. <laughs> and uh, so Dennis messages me at like eleven twenty five. He's like, "Got my hands on some spicy chicken Pringles. Incredible. Can I drop them off to you?" And I was like, 
Well, I got to go to the White House and meet this guy at noon, hand over a mug. I'll hang out for a few minutes. He's like, I'm leaving Hamilton right now. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> the best part is uh, Adam was, uh, I think his place was getting fumigated or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, his apartment so, was, yeah. So Adam is just parked outside the White House of Rock yesterday and uh, using the Wi-Fi, basically. <laughs> yeah. he's, killing, he's killing time because this thing happened on short notice, I guess. So he's killing time there. And I pop up and we're, we're chatting from a distance. And as this, like, parade of listeners starts to show up and, you know, provide us with, like, gifts and sacrifices, he's like, these guys bring you gifts? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you see what they say to me in the text box? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Hey, get some mugs at them and then maybe it'll be a little easier on you. <laughs> uh, so do you have them in front of you? I do. They're on the desk. I have not tried them. I have not either. My wife did. Yeah, my wife also tried them. Okay. let's. Are you but ready? I have. Yeah, sure, man. I'll, I'll pop the seal right now. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that sound. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> you want me to go get, first? Or you uh, go no, we're going to go. Ready? Set, go. Mmm. Yeah. The spice is kind of up front there. I totally get the spice from that. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I kind of get the chicken at the end. Kind of. It's... Hmm. Okay, I totally, this. totally get the Wendy's spicy chicken spice vibe. Like, I get that without a doubt. It is, I'll say this, it's a good chip on its own. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it does the greatest job recreating the spicy chicken sandwich flavor. That's, like, I was. You get the spice in front, and there is some of that chicken flavoring, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Somebody who described it. As like um, spicy, like chicken flavored uh, ramen. Yeah, uh, on Facebook yeah. Is, is yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. Well, the good thing, the great thing about the spicy chicken sandwich is the tomato and the mayo. I find mm -hmm. really help complement the sandwich, and you yeah, you don't sure. get any of that in here. But I that actually was had hard. a spicy chicken sandwich yesterday, which was better. The sandwich. By far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Clearly>. <laughs> I, the chips were they're fine. I, you know what? I agree. I would classify them as fine. There's people yesterday who were saying they were disgusting. Oh, man. I wouldn't go that far I mean, at all. I've had way worse things. <laughs> way way worse. Way worse <laughs> chips. These are <laughs> fine. I don't know if I would go out of my way to buy them again. No, but I, I needed to know. Yeah. I needed to experience it for myself. I'm not disappointed. No, they're fine. Totally fine. I'd say bye to... I know they were on sale three for five because many people were letting me know. I wouldn't yeah. buy three. I'd mix in two other flavors. Yeah, I agree two. with that. I agree with buy that. Buy two, but make your own decision. <laughs> you got to do your own research, it's right? Fair way to go about it. All right. <laughs> Jason and Dennis, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's the Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. You know, dead on that person who said the chips taste like just if you crushed up ramen noodles and poured the chicken spice over top of it. Yeah, man. That is like dead on exactly what it is. I think that's, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty on brand. I, you know, I, I don't hate them though. Is it's like sat here for a bit. I had a few more chips. Yeah. I, th I think they're, yeah, they're totally fine. It's a chip that I would eat. It's just not one that I'm going to go out of my way to get twice. No, it, I had to try it. And now that I have, my curiosity has been satiated, and mm -hmm. I'm okay. I would, if it was, if the chips were at a party, which a party should always have chips, right? <laughs> yeah, it should, yeah. 
Is it a party if there's no chips? Yes or no? What if there's pretzels? If it's pretzels, it screams to me they thought they had chips, and at last second they went to put them out and went, oh, my God, we don't have chips. Just put out the pretzels now. What if it's Chex Mix? Oh, Chex Mix? Like, you know, like, like snack mix. You know, like the one that has like the pretzels and the munchy mix they call it. Like, okay, the, the, the party mix, like the Sun munchies. chips, cheesies. That's fine because there That's is okay. types of chips in there. There's and chip in there. It's called party mix. So okay. it's for a party, right? Technically, yes. So I'm okay with that. Okay. But just pretzels to me screams you forgot. Pretzels only. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, every party, if, I think, needs to have chips. If I see a bowl of just pretzels, I'm a little excited, honestly. Really? I'm a pretzel guy. The, 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 the saltiness with the beer? When I, when I go in and, and donate blood, what yeah. do I always get every time? Yeah, you get Ginger pretzels, ale? Don't you? Bag of pretzels. On a plane? Pretzels or cookies? Pretzels. Oh, pretzels all day, huh? Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. Next time, I, I, I've never had pretzels at my house when you've been over. No, not once. I haven't mentioned it, but I'm glad you got it now. You're getting the message now. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, Do you hear me now? <laughs> let's take a break. I, by the, what would you what would you rate the chips out of ten? We oh, you love to rate things on the show. I give them like a like a like a five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, I was going to give it a six and a half. So there you go. I didn't go too high. I didn't want to go too high. I tend to rate things. You know, <laughs> much too. Uh, There's a reason it's impress the brown and not impress exactly. The so yep. it's six and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're fine. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break. On the other side of it, there's a story. Did you see the story out of the UK? A London man got absolutely obliterated drunk That's and changed <laughs> and changed his name to a certain wrestler's name. Did he really? He did. Changed his name legally. Yeah. You you haven't seen this. I haven't seen the story. No. Oh, great. Sit tight. I want you to guess in six minutes. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 6.25 Friday morning. You can text the show 977-977. I made sure that I made note of this story last night so I could follow up today. I, I have not seen this. So you said before we went to break, there's a guy in the UK. Yeah. He's watching the Euro Cup and overindulged a little bit. And I think, because we covered a story a while ago from the UK where somebody changed their name to like Adele or something. Like, like somebody changed it to something ridiculous. Didn't they change it to Celine Dion? Wasn't that the story? That is the story. Yeah, you're that right. That was back in like October, November. We yeah, talked about yeah. it. The guy got super loaded there and legally changed his name to Celine Dion. That's Funny right. shoot come up twice this week. That's right. And uh, so now you're saying somebody changed it to a wrestling name. His name is Lewis Oldfield. It was. He got absolutely obliterated. Mm-hmm. Said him and his buddies were wrestling around in the living room, jumping around. <laughs> And apparently wakes up, sees an email, and, mm-hmm. well, he changed his name. <laughs> changed his name to a wrestler's name. Yeah. Haven't we all been there, right? Oh, certainly. Oh, you know what we should do, boys? We should <laughs> buy a bar. It's and like then we the, should uh, change our names. It's like the people who always like wake up, and then it's like they've got Amazon packages coming, and they don't know what they've ordered. <laughs> Except this one is big steaks. <laughs> so let's, um, let's see Mr. Wrestling Fan. Yeah. If you can decipher this and pick this guy's brain. So, you're based in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, does he go with a UK angle on it? Did he change his name to the British Bulldog or something? He did not go with a UK Didn't angle. Go? I can tell you that oh, much. Okay. All right. 
So you can eliminate British Bulldog or Dynamite Kid or William Regal or any of those. I'm going to say he changed his name to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is what he yeah. worked with. Yeah. Just so he can play the sexy boy theme every time he goes into a bar. Well, there is a theme he could play every time he goes into a bar. <laughs> no, he didn't. He saw Fast and the Furious promo and was like, today's the day. <laughs> he changed his name to John Cena? Legally changed his name to John Cena. Did he become invisible? <laughs> Woke up and friends couldn't see him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Here's the thing. He said, I'm not even a wrestling fan. I don't know why I chose this name. <laughs> Is it just like from the memes? Like from the like, you can't see me memes and the... And then this, you know, everyone knows this theme, right? It plays on YouTube yeah, sure. or TikTok yeah, yeah. or whatever. But he said, I'm not a wrestling fan. I just woke up and I realized that, yeah, I'd changed my have, name. To I have Cena. legally changed my name to John Cena. <laughs> I mean, there's worse some... things he could have picked. He could have picked worse. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> he said he's he very, get... very likely going to change it back. You get free tickets to go see Fast 9. Is that how it works? Yeah, he should. If you're John Cena, you should send him tickets. Is John Cena the least convincing brother of Vin Diesel that you can imagine? A thousand percent. <laughs> it's about family, John. <laughs> Come see us at the movies. So he's very likely going to change his name back, he said. Mm-hmm. I said uh, him and his buddies just got too drunk. It was a mistake. He's going to go back for an attitude adjustment, <laughs> a little five-knuckle shuffle. And correct that right back to where it was. He said he wasn't even. He said, I don't even know how to change my name now. If you asked me to. So somebody sitting here is like, how easy is the process in the UK when you can do it loaded? Yeah. yeah. It's like a government website that's just available to you. I guess so. Don't make it that easy. Although, playing this, you know, intro of the theme song every time you walk into a bar is pretty great. So you keep like carry a little Bluetooth with you, oh, little Bluetooth thing. How good would that go over in the UK? If like everyone's looking around like, what is that? Grumpy old dude soccer bar. The Where hell? He just boom through the doors. Gets bottled instantly. <laughs> <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Like the text message that came in and said, even, even if he does change his name back, his friends have to play the John Cena theme every time he walks into a room. <laughs> yeah. You have to. The rest right. of the, you can you can change your name back. It's fine. Of You're course. John Cena guy the rest of your days, though. Oh, for sure. That's the end of it. I would play it so obnoxiously. Yeah. So like was, he would hate it. I would send him the worst John Cena T-shirts for Christmas oh, every year. This is would, one of those things. You would have so many hustle loyalty respect T-shirts. You'd be so sick of it. Like as as a buddy of his, mm-hmm. it is your job now yeah, to make sure legal, yeah. he never lives it down. It's your legal responsibility yeah. to beat this joke into the ground. Oh, hundred percent. And then once everybody's really tired of it, we must continue. <laughs> you have to continue until the charm comes back around. Uh, what's the uh, the movie Knocked Up where they convince him to grow a beard and said if you can grow a beard for a full year, you'll get a free full year's rent? Do you remember that bit? Yeah, yeah I do remember that. Yeah. And they just destroy him 
to yeah. the point where he ends All up the time. Yeah, getting rid of the beard. It would be like yeah. that. Yeah. Was, Jay, was it Jay Baruchel who had to go the beard? I can't remember. It might Pretty be. Pretty sure yeah. it was. It Noted be. Habs fan, Jay Baruchel. All right. Having a good morning. Uh, all right, we're going to get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, text them all in now. We'll go rapid fire, 977-977, and we'll do it in uh, six minutes. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> all right, 977-977. You can text the show. Give us a call, too, 905-688-9797. We did try the Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles earlier this morning. Sure did. Um, and oh, you know what? Actually, there it appears as though we have some breaking news. The text message just came in. Let me read it for you. Hold on one second. Breaking news. <laughs> Pringles spicy chicken chips have experienced a 300% drop in sales after a brief surge in sales. The company attributes the decline to the Soper and Brown dump. After statements by Matt and Carl both saying they were just okay. I'm Matt Soper. Back to Carl in studio. Thank you for that, Matt. Tough day for the spicy chicken chips. But a great opening week. We followed by a significant drop-off. They were just okay. With the, basically, it was like a Bitcoin thing. Just much quicker. <laughs> it spiked. You oh, needed to sell them. One of those Dogecoin things. Yeah. Right. It was, they're okay, though. They're good. I would try them for yourself, for sure. Yeah, they're like the spicy ramen. It's like it's like just crushed up ramen. Yeah. If you like that, good. It, it was fine. It was yep. fine. I would get a tube. One tube. <laughs> One tube. Uh, Carl, what movie would be insane if all the scenes were real? That's from Kara. <laughs> like, so like basically what movie would be insane if it was a documentary yeah is that what she's saying i mean any e- slasher film all films like yeah. <laughs> i mean any any slasher horror film yeah right would be insane sure uh mars attacks <laughs> i'll go with that sure that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one um if you got to choose another movie one if you got to choose a disney or pixar movie to be remade, but with an R rating, which one would it be and why? So a gritty R-rated reboot of a Disney film mm-hmm. or a Pixar film? Yeah, I think there. I think we're we're thinking just animated here. Oh, just animated. I think as they threw okay. Pixar in there, yeah, so I right. think they're thinking animated. <laughs> I was gonna say Mighty Ducks. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> quack quack. <laughs> yeah. Bombay's uh, drunk driving punishment would have been a much grittier scene. Um, <laughs> he got the chair. Oh my god, he got the chair. <laughs> he would actually hook up with Charlie's mom. Oh, um, would watch. Let me think. So, okay, we're going just animated, and we're going gritty R-rated reboots. I'll go with the one I've seen about seven hundred times, and that's Frozen. You going Frozen? Yeah, give me Frozen. Okay. What about a uh, Lion King? I guess you can't really have animals be R-rated. Mm. I'm going Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast? Mm-hmm. You want to see the sex, don't you? I think the uh, I think the clock and the candle get together. Oh, really? Just a feeling. What about Up? I don't know how you make it R-rated. <laughs> R-rated for sadness. <laughs> oh, no doubt about that one. Kids FM Headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby. So um, obviously it was alluded to uh, yesterday and the day before as uh, there was another residential school in Saskatchewan uh, with some more unmarked graves, but we got the number yesterday. And uh, I mean, it's staggering to say the least. 
Yes. So this is from a former residential school in Saskatchewan, and the Cowessess First Nation has uh, confirmed that they found what they believe are 751 unmarked graves near the residential school. Now, the findings, this is still very early after they found uh, the graves with ground-penetrating radar, so there is a 10 to 15% margin of error here. They say that the remains here, they could belong to adults, they could belong to children. But one of the big things that also came out yesterday, aside from that staggering number of 751 unmarked graves, is that representatives are saying that this is not a mass grave. These are from unmarked graves where the headstones were removed. Mm. So there is a lot happening today in terms of people finding ways to cope with this information and people, again, renewing that call for more ground-penetrating radar at these residential schools to find these grave sites, to help these communities heal, to bring these families and bring these children some sense of closure. So you will hear a lot of that over the next, I would assume, few weeks. A story like this affects so many people. It's going to last for a long time. And again, this is absolutely horrifying. If you feel deeply affected by this, there are hotlines that have been set up for people who have survived residential schools or people who are deeply affected by the school system. There's also the Indian Residential School Survivor Society that you can phone into as well if you need some support today. It's a tough day. Acknowledge that if if it's affecting you deeply and don't feel as if you're alone. There are many people out there who are willing to help you. If you're in Niagara, the Fort Erie Native Friendship Center has a sacred fire burning today. It started at sunrise and it's going to go for 24 hours. Anyone who needs to take that moment, wants to offer prayer, wants to offer some medicine to the fire, you can go to the Fort Erie Native Friendship Center today. But please wear your mask, adhere to COVID-19 protocols, or trying to keep everybody safe, especially as people are finding a way to grieve. Uh, yesterday, the government announced uh, the reopening plan is officially set uh, for <laughs> June 30th, stage two. Uh, it's been moved up. Well, it's only moved up a couple of days, but uh, they officially made that announcement, right? Yes. So the announcement is official, official. It is going to be June 30th when we move into stage two. So that means more people will be able to dine outdoors. The number moves from four to six. As I mentioned yesterday, the big thing here, you can get a haircut if you've been waiting to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people waiting for Carl's a Carl's been waiting. <laughs> I would like a professional hot shave, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be nice. I I oh, I haven't had my haircut in more than a year and a half, so <laughs> I am uh, I I would like a like a haircut, but also understand if you're trying to book that salons and barbershops are going to be swamped. So be patient to those people trying to fill as many appointments as possible. But interestingly, here in Niagara, along with that announcement, we also got the announcement from our acting medical officer of health, Dr. Mustafa Hirji, mm-hmm. that the Section 22 order part of that is lifting. That is the order. That meant that you could only dine out at a patio with members of your own household. So now in Niagara, you can go out with a buddy, you can get a beer on a patio, you can, you know, grab a bite to eat, whatever you want to do. But that limit of four people still exists right now at one table. And then that number increases to six on Wednesday when we move into stage two. There are exceptions for larger families. First rounds on me, guys. I was going to say, so if you're saying that next Wednesday, if the Sopers and the Browns gathered on a patio, this would be legally acceptable? Yes. Yes. Right now you can have up to four people, and then on Wednesday you can have six, but right now 
in Niagara, mm-hmm. the Section mm-hmm. 22 order has lifted. So you can mm. go today with a friend to a patio. Today we could go. Mm. Yeah. I said first round's on me. I stand by it. Yeah. Worthy. <laughs> Worthy um, to know. I do want to get the details of this out. Carl, you and I talked about this off air a little bit. Give us the details on the what they're t- calling the redneck rave. Yes. So this is from last weekend, but we were kind of waiting for the dust to settle to see how much chaos was going to be caused by this. This is insane. That's literal. Yeah. It's pretty literal. So it was a country music festival in Kentucky, and uh, it didn't get off to a good start because the first vehicle that police stopped, they found meth, marijuana, and an open bottle of alcohol. That was the first vehicle they stopped going (laughs) into the festival. I believe two people in the vehicle had outstanding warrants as well. Yes, they did. Yeah, one of the people in the car had two active warrants for their arrest. So uh, kind of set the tone for the rest Apparently, of the like, the police were like, please don't do this this year, and, like, begged for help. And everybody was like, yeah, well, you can kiss my ass. We're going anyways. Yeah, kind of, because they've done this before. And uh, the Redneck Rave is uh, it's hosted by uh, a country music rapper. And last year, there was actually a death <laughs> Sorry, at what? the rave. Like, it's... It's intense. When you well, look at pictures, it is like I, I would feel safer at Burning Man than I would feel at the Redneck Rave, to be quite I'd rather honest. go to the Gathering of the Juggalos in the woods of Michigan <laughs> than this. I read there was an impalement. There was an impalement. So what happened <laughs> what is someone hell? was, uh, yeah, someone drove their vehicle over a log and the log kind of erupted through the bottom of the vehicle and uh-huh. actually impaled this person and they had to leave the log inside this person while they took them to hospital because it wasn't oh. like oh it hit them no the log went into them so they had to keep it in there to get to the oh, hospital my God. Uh, one person lost part of a finger at this event uh horrifyingly one person uh actually slit the throat of their quote-unquote friend and that person is still at large there were so many arrests that were made there were charges laid uh roughly 30 i believe from drug and alcohol violations and the sheriff's office actually had to call in (laughs) help because it's just not big enough to handle this kind of a festival so they had to end up staying to the outskirts because going in was too hectic so the police were like it's chaos yeah. inside. We have to stay on the perimeter and just try to contain it to what is inside the festival. For any time an ambulance had to go in, they had to send a deputy escort along with like first aid personnel to try and help out. Oh my god! Do people buy tickets to this thing, or is it just to show oh, yeah. up and yeah, they buy tickets? Okay, twenty thousand tickets were sold. Oh. Twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. All right, Carl. And the promoter here is like, "Oh, this isn't our fault. You know, all the bad things you're hearing." blown out of proportion sure. someone was impaled by a log <laughs> uh carl live broadcast from the festival next year pass <laughs> silver and brown 97.7 hits fm all right 706 friday morning i'm matt Helper. he's carl brown carl do you know the name ben zobrist uh, was a major league baseball player, right? That's right. For the, yeah. for the Cubs and I think the Tampa Bay Rays and maybe others. Yeah, I want to say maybe. Yeah, was it the Rays? He played for it. Might have been. I don't remember. I do remember he was on the Cubs. Yep. Uh, they traded for him, and and he was on the World Series winning team. He might have been their MVP, actually. I think he was the World Series MVP. That does sound correct. Yes, I, I believe Benzo, he was the MVP. I'm looking at it right now. Tampa go. Bay Rays, 06, uh, 06 to 2014. 
uh, Athletics, Kansas City Royals, and then Cubbies 2016 to 2019. And, yes, World Series MVP. Okay, very important. 2016. He won two World Series, uh, 2015 with Kansas City, and then came over to Chicago and won another. I don't have any baseball music, so I'm just going to play the football one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ESPN music. Yeah, sure. There you yeah. go. Let's um, deal with Ben Zobrist. Why are you bringing Ben Zobrist up? That's so, a very random name for you to dip into. Very random. But I'm reading a story about him yesterday to see that he is suing his wife and suing his pastor at his church. So I'm thinking, oh, oh I'm kind of interested. What are you, what's, what's happening here? What are you suing two people for? Well, it turns out that Ben Zobrist and his wife uh, were having some issues. So they went to marriage counseling and decided that their pastor would be the one to do the marriage counseling for them. Okay. Well, during that time, I suppose the pastor and the wife uh, oh, no. got into a relationship. No. Oh, they started banging on the side. <laughs> they were going to counseling for a year the entire time, hmm. the pastor and the wife, together. We talked a lot about complicated infidelities this week. Yes, that and Pringles. June, yeah, here it is. Zobris filed a lawsuit in Tennessee against former pastor Byron Yawn. Great name. Uh, which he <laughs> accused Yawn of defrauding his charity yeah. for, of millions of dollars and also alleges that Yawn had a year-long sexual affair with Juliana Zobris beginning in the spring of 2019. Uh, he stole his money and his wife. That's right. Man of the cloth. Even you can be one of the biggest baseball players in the world, and it can still all go awry at any moment. Now, there's more drama with these two because Ben Zobris, you know how every baseball player has like walk-up music? Sure. Well, apparently the wife is some wannabe pop star. Okay. And so for the longest time, he was using her music as his walk-up music. Oh, man. But when they would get into a fight, to get back at her, he would then change his music to something else. Are you kidding me? No. And then would go back when they were okay and would do that down the that line. Was like his, that was his leverage, was his walk-up music? That's right. Do we live like, like kind of boring lives sometimes, do you think, when you hear stuff like this? Oh, I'm taking your walk-off music off. <laughs> I need the exposure. No, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> what like, is this? It'd be like you and your wife, Chelsea, getting yeah. into a fight, and then you being like, I was going to bring you on the show, but no, I'm not. Yeah. That's right. I'm not going to bring you on the show to talk about that sandwich anymore. I'm just not going to take the dog for a pee. Maybe you'll <laughs> pee on the carpet. I don't know. I'm just not going to be the one to do it. You do it. He actually was changing his walk-up music when they would get into fights. I thought you were going to bring John Cena music up again. I was like, was he using that? Oh, I wish he was. <laughs> Man. So uh, it looks like he's going to file for divorce. and uh, Yeah, I would assume that would be the start. Yep. The drama just continues between these th- uh, three, I guess, now. Is that, yeah. <laughs> Is that more or less complicated than the mother... I mean, it's taking your girlfriend's story or the your son now being your uncle. Uncle, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, there has been a lot of infidelity on the show this Stay week. Stay in your lane, business man. Holy. I stumble. Soper and Brown Show, ninety seven seven hits FM. Uh, text coming in about the Ben Zobras thing. Man, I like the uh, the text that uh, complicated infidelity. Uh, first single from okay. which band? 
It is uh, band number nine. Number nine, Complicated Infidelity, the first single from Laptop Stabbing. <laughs> Laptop Stabbing? Yeah. Where did that come from? No clue. All right, give me number 10. Number 10? <laughs> Complicated Infidelity, the first single from Zoom Adultery. <laughs> That's okay. That, there we go. Now we found a home for it. Every every once in a while, you need to just you know take another yeah, crack, take another swing. Zoom Adultery is a good one. <laughs> when did that one? I'm trying to. Uh, I was... Like I, I started this list in September, dude. So yeah. that would have been like probably maybe early October. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to find context on these? <laughs> Damn near impossible. Eh? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, we do have to get to the machine in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's Friday, so you know we got some horns. <laughs> yeah, um, we do. Text the landline stuff. Got another poem that came in. Also returning to the machine. Hey, other drunk girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to machine. 905. 682-9797 You call the machine anytime They look like uh, an HGTV couple Like Ben Zobris and his wife could have flipped <laughs> houses in Tennessee or something like that They got the look, right? That's good Yeah, you're she right looks, she, she looks like Christine on the coast Or, uh, or uh, what's the Isle of Brian guy or whatever oh, You could have yeah. just done that or you could have oh, just, well. I don't know, broke up beforehand. <laughs> Divorce normally. I don't know. Never. <laughs> that guy's the worst counselor in history. Right? Hey. <laughs> What's her name again? What's her name? Uh, uh, Julianne. Julianne? I think so. Julianne. This is what God wanted. Obviously. You and me. Right now. <laughs> he, he put us here for a reason, Julianne. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's start with this. Hey, this is Trucker Girl. I've nice. got the best horn of them all. Ooh. <laughs> Ciao. She might. She could lay claim there. Hell of a horn. Hell yeah, good sister. There you go. Let's go again. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the classic awoog. <laughs> the awooga? Oh, love to hear it. We got an awooga horn? <laughs> a good sister followed by a good brother. In in uh in these parts known as a Cayuga horn actually. Ah right, okay. Yeah. Well, let's do one more. Hey boys. Hey. Crazy Kyle here. What's up, brother? Took tomorrow off. It's actually Thursday, eleven forty one. Mm-hmm. Gonna go fishing in the morning, probably live streamy boys, but uh oh, nice. here's a little hell yeah Friday for ya. Ninety seven seven hits FM. Hell That'll yeah. get you played. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a collection of horns. A great Friday collection. Ooh. Wow. Friday's in strong. Fridays always bring the heat, but that was mm-hmm. a little extra spicy, Wendy spicy chicken. If bringing the noise. I like it. Bringing the ruckus. <laughs> we got a joke for you. Okay. And I want you to answer him, okay? Okay. Okay, you ready? Follow ready. along. A joke for Carl. What is a pirate's favorite letter? Pause for his answer. Uh, <laughs> I assume R. No, because they love the sea ha ha. I hope you said R, or this makes no sense. <laughs> Pal, I did say R, and it still didn't make much sense. <laughs> because because they, lo- they, they love the sea. They love the sea. Uh huh. Not R, it's sea. Uh huh. Yeah. That was funny. It was not bad. It was I, okay. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. The text to the landline didn't didn't do him any favors there, unfortunately. Yeah, it's tough. It kind of, yeah, 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 
kind of bit didn't play out that well. <laughs> well, well, rate it. Oh, oh, I rate it. Sorry. Um, uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five. Honestly, all things considered, that's pretty. It's good. a, it's a pass. That's all things considered. We're moving you on to the next grave. We don't want to see you again. <laughs> uh, oh, how about this? A conversation between two parents. Hey, Karen, uh, do you have that child welfare system number? Yeah, why do you need that, Ken? Oh, well, that uh, schmuck on uh, the Soper and Brown show, he uh, took his kids out for ice cream in 16-degree weather and uh, took a walk along the water with no coat. Oh, my God. I can't believe it was recorded. I'm screwed, Carl. <laughs> Is this a public forum? <laughs> oh, no. Well, as uh, we talked about yesterday, I am a terrible parent. Oh yes, very clearly. What are you going to put you in counseling? I got a I got a guy lined up for you. <laughs> <laughs> please don't give him any of my banking information. <laughs> just tell him I'm single, please. Well, you just got to provide a blank check <laughs> and a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday we heard from a man who gave us a poem about Judy the sex doll. Right, we had a, a story that came to us from uh, from Japan about a, a, a sex doll that was spotted floating in a body of water. Uh, some people thought it was a real body, sent the cops after it because they had to recover it. I mean, you can't just let that float around and freak mm-hmm. people out. And then folks were making fun of the cops for recovering the sex doll, which you affectionately named Judy. He's back for round two with a poem. There once was a sex doll named Judy. The water she was thrown in was polluted. Mm-hmm. When the cops fished her out, she smelt like a trout and looked like a bag of smashed duty. Yeah. One cop took a liking to Judy. Seems he had a doll of his own named Trudy. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to use her as he threw her in his cruiser. I want a threesome because I'm in the moody. <laughs> Pretty darn good. Not bad, huh? Pretty good, Judy bad, and Trudy. Not a bad follow-up. I still think I like the first one better. Oh, well, that's pretty good, man. Yeah? yeah body of water was polluted. I like it. <laughs> Bob forced, Dylan. Forced that one in there, yeah. Bob Dylan calling the machine. It's incredible. Oh, I, made the, I made the most like forced Bob Dylan reference the other night, and my wife was just like, like one, didn't get it, and then two, when I explained it, was so unimpressed with me. When you have to explain a joke, it's rough. Oh, it's the worst. So, yeah. Sidebar? Please. Yeah, sidebar. We're watching the uh, the show uh, A Long Way Up with uh, Ewan McGregor and his buddy Charlie, and they're riding electric bikes from uh, the tip of South America all the way up to Los Angeles. And at one point, uh, the like support team uh, gets lost in Juarez, uh, Mexico, which is not where you want to get lost, really. And it's like pouring rain. And there's a, a, a Bob Dylan song, just like Tom Thumbs Blues, and the opening line is, when you're lost in the rain in Juarez, and it's Easter time, too. And she was just like, y- you're annoying, and I'm going to go see a counselor. I don't have any money, though, so Zobrist, you can stay away from me. <laughs> I'm, on your, I'm on your wife's side here. Obviously. <laughs> when you're lost in the rain. Let's play this now. (laughs) That's over. Carlos Brown. Yeah. It is Pigeon Mike. I am in the middle of a lake. Please come help me. And I don't understand why I have an accent right now. (laughs) I think Pigeon Mike was on mushrooms there or something. Folks ever been too high in the middle of a lake? Can you develop an accent? I'm pretty sure that's what that was. (laughs) Mike, just paddle towards land, buddy. Any land. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to pick where you came from, just not the water. He might be in Wyoga for all we know. 
Is he still out there? <laughs> Honestly, he might Mike, be. Mike, if you're listening, text us. Let us know. That sounded like a mushroom trip if I've ever seen one. <laughs> okay, two really quick ones. Uh, do you remember this from yesterday? Hey, I just want to say one drunk girl to another. I love your nose. Yeah, yeah, well, I do. Drunk girl responded. Hey, other drunk girl. I really like your nose, too. What do you say we blow the popsicle stand and get a $12 bottle of champagne? And we go rub noses together like two fluffy chipmunks. Maybe I'll touch your leg. A little sex. You know. <laughs> see what happens. Drunk girl out. <laughs> Champ here. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. I would watch That's it. A tremendous first date. $12 bottle of champagne. You know, touch your leg. A little sex. I'll see what happens. What? What else do you need in a first date? <laughs> All right. How about the big finish, Carl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what better way? 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, we just heard from Pigeon Mike, who we believe might be high on mushrooms and stuck on a boat in the middle of a lake. That's a tough day. Uh, yeah. Oh, tough day. We don't know. We hope he's okay. It could, <laughs> good, it could be a good day. Mike, you... That's how, how you embrace your situation. You call the machine and on Monday and make sure you, you let us know you got back safe, right? I okay. asked if he would text in. He has not texted in. No, and he usually is a pretty regular texter, so... Yeah. But speaking of Pigeon Mike, uh, reading a story here out of the UK, and we've talked extensively about pigeon racing on this show. That's how him and Ricky got their nicknames. Exactly. Uh, and we have, this is the headline, worst day in pigeon racing history as 10,000 birds vanish into thin air. That's good. I thought they were just worried about Mike. Pigeon enthusiasts are appealing for help after 10,000 prized birds vanished into thin air during a race. Breeders fear the birds may have lost their bearings following a solar storm, which has left them unable to find their way back to their coops. The pigeons, which belong to fanciers, mm-hmm. is that the name of like, uh, like their owners? Yeah, I guess so. Fanciers. Yeah. How has that never come out? As we've talked about this extensively. I don't know. Fanciers. Um, they were released in Peterborough, which is eastern England, and were meant to fly home against the clock. When a large number failed to arrive back, it's clear something was wrong. Pigeon racing officials still trying to calculate for the missing birds. As many as ten thousand are lost. Uh, the organizer said this is the worst day in pigeon racing history. The worst. The darkest day. I Man, didn't said, realize how big pigeon racing was until we got yeah. this job. They said most of the breeders they're talking to blamed atmospheric conditions and possibly a solar storm above the clouds that created static in the atmosphere, but no one really knows for sure. They The organizers say could be upwards of a million dollars lost. Oh, we've talked to a few people. Like it's it's un it's unreal what these things cost and the valuation on them. It's unbelievable what the cost of a well trained pigeon is. Like up to a million dollars in lost money because they've lost ten thousand pigeons. They just didn't come back. It's crazy. I mean, isn't that isn't that always the risk? Isn't that kind of the like it's, it's the risk, right? When you let a bird go and yeah. like ask said bird to return. I know there are hey, ways to train them, come back. but it's still a bird. Yeah, I mean, they must be really good, though. Like, what if they organized? 
They organized and revolted. You think that's what this is? Yeah. We'll tell them it was a solar storm. They're holding out. <laughs> They'll send their demands for a new collective bargaining agreement. A new... <laughs> <laughs> Bigger cages. No trade clauses. <laughs> Better food. No tracking devices. We want, we want freedom out there. Four weeks of vacation. Yeah, I want a no movement clause. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not getting traded down to, I don't know. What's what's worse somewhere. than England? I don't know. Yeah, more, what's In the pigeon racing game, I don't know. In the know. pigeon racing game, isn't I don't England know. like top of the heap? Uh, isn't, it, isn't it Belgium that's really big into it? I think we found out that Belgium was like the pigeon racing capital of the world. I think that does sound right. Yeah. Where does Canada talking? sit, I wonder? I don't know. Third? Fourth? Yeah. Can't wait. There, there's the Lower. underground pigeon racing club, which is in St. Catharines. That's right. They still won't tell us where it is, though. No, they won't tell us. They won't give us the information. We know of it. We don't know where it is, though. Still waiting for the invite. Yeah. Which will come so by listen, pigeon mail. We said that we would uh, like do the play-by-play announcing for it. We want to be your friends. <laughs> Completely uneducated. Oh, yeah. Just making a hash of the whole thing. <laughs> It's Friday morning, Carl. You know what that means. Pigeon stories. Clop it. Ah, yes. Clamp it. That's right. Let's get to it after Jet. Soap and Brown Show. Somebody in the text box referred to pigeons as sky bacon. (laughs) Are pigeons known to be delicious? Uh, We've heard from some people that that have consumed pigeon. Hmm. It's okay. We were told that the losing pigeon gets eaten. That's what we were told. It's happened. I don't think it's like standard, but I think it's happened. Do you think they know the pigeons? Who? The pigeons? Yeah. Do they know they're racing? Like for their lives? No. They don't know. No, right? I don't think so. If the horses don't know at the Kentucky Derby, then the pigeons don't know. Wait, the horses? That's my rule. The horses get eaten? No, I just don't think they know they're racing. Oh. <laughs> that makes more sense. I was they like, they hold up. To, they know they have to run. I just don't think they're aware they're in a race. It's like the last place a horse gets in. I was like, we need to break down this <laughs> hold, door. Hold what? on. No, no. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Just to be clear. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> it's Friday. Let's get to Clip It. There is a horse clip in here, too. Clip it. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. You got to clip that. Clip it. Clip it. Can I look at your feet? Sure you can. That's a uh, I have encountered a wild Carl, so I mean, yeah. Some kind of a like, long-distance pee tube. I want him in my mouth. At some point, the dam has to burst. Ah, so it's just guys slamming each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. It's smaller than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you thought it was going to be like the, the huge... Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a one-horse guy, you know what I mean? If we <laughs> laid you on your back, legs mm-hmm. up in the air... Sweaty asshole. I'm eating the stick while I'm riding. Beaver passage. My brother got two sisters pregnant. What? Two? Have they erected that yet? But I want them to feel that. That extra inch ain't even going to be visible. Once they get their hands on it, oh, it's a sex doll. It's more about the restraints. It's, 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 more, li- it's more liquidy. <laughs> you just want me to bend at the waist and then chug something back through a straw. Erect that statue. I would volunteer. Yep. You would volunteer. I'd put myself out there. There was there was a lot in there. Just let me have a smell. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Friday morning. It's a big Friday morning if you're a Habs fan. Holy man, shocking stuff. We're going to talk uh, about the Habs and, and the Cup and... 
uh, <laughs> many kind of riots yesterday. Uh, one overturned cop car in Montreal does not a riot create, I don't believe. Although there was tear gas used to disperse the crowd. Let's, we'll talk about that in, in, in 15 minutes. Carl, yep. first, I need you to dispel a rumor for me. To dispel something? Yeah. You hearing scuttlebutt? About you? Hmm. I hear that, uh, I hear you're a big foot fetish guy. <laughs> foot fetish guy. I'm just uh, seeing a lot of foot pictures showing up on your Twitter, pal. <laughs> Mostly disgusted by my own feet. I don't really <laughs> consider others that much, but is this about the, yeah, okay, so somebody's, God, this is. This There's is been be, a lot of feet on your timeline is, It's going to be incriminating. We talked yesterday about how I had to go and get uh, fit for some orthotics, yeah. and we've talked before and there's lots of people that sympathize with me uh, in the text box and email and and through calls about the struggle of finding shoes that fit when you have big feet my feet are pretty close to a 14 they're very flat they're very wide they're also somehow very tall it's just the whole thing doesn't make sense they're an abomination and truly just a curse against man and i've been shoe shopping with carl it's oh yeah it's madness yeah he does not get to shop for preference so Yesterday we talked about it, and I had a whole bunch of uh, really nice uh, suggestions from the uh, from the inbox. Uh, one suggesting I go to uh, I think it was Elios in Thorold, which is um, uh, it's it's like a like a foot clinic that also sells shoes. Dude, they were bringing out shoe brands that even as like a dad shoe guy, like I know like Asics and New Balance and that kind of stuff. They were bringing out stuff that I never even heard of. They're like this shoe is uh, by a company called uh, Drew. I was like. <laughs> What? Drew. Drew. Jeff. He brought out something that was like uh, Saucony or something like that. The shoes I've never even heard of. And anyways, it, nothing nothing worked out there. Have you heard of our new shoe brand? Jeff. They're <laughs> <laughs> pretty. It's like you. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm already in shoe mode now. Like, I'm already upset, so let's just keep going. I'm already upset. <laughs> and somebody has suggested to me... Uh, Chicken shoes for daddy. If you can find them. That you should go to the uh, the outlets, which I've been to before. I found one pair of Nikes one time, once upon a, you know, a full moon. I was lucky. And I found the Asics store in the outlets. And you wouldn't believe it, man. There was like... I think we found eight shoe boxes that had a 14 okay. marked on them. Okay. We had we had shoes to choose. Like there was choice and there was hope in the room. It okay. was incredible. It was incredible. Now, I was documenting this mainly uh FYE for your entertainment, oh. Mr. Soper, because I know how much you you enjoy this. Can I just say Carl sent me a text message. Said I'm at the I'm shopping for shoes right now. Yeah. And he sent me a picture who said this is how bad it is. These are the second place shoe. <laughs> they are <laughs> like the conversation you kind of have to have with yourself as you're going through this and go, all right, like these are, these are okay. You know, <laughs> once you get them on, they don't look so bad. They're like, you know, like a white kind of like netted shoe with this like extremely bright green, bright green, <laughs> like bright orange, bright orange. blue, there's blue in there. Anyways, we Bezos is going to see you from the moon when he goes <laughs> up there. That would be easy to spot. Woo! They look like they're built for speed. And they're going to be put on a slow guy. <laughs> um, but anyway, got like the, they were great, very helpful people. I think uh, Mike was the gentleman's name who helped us there. And I did eventually land on a, on a pair of shoes. That actually is, don't look so bad, pal. No, they look like normal 
shoes that a man would wear out of the house and not be, you know, pilloried <laughs> for it. Um, but what you're saying, what's starting to get to me is people sending me pictures of their own feet. I got a picture it's from a guy. So in, much. I got a picture from a guy on Twitter uh, who sent me a picture of his wife's feet up on the dash as they're traveling. Someone smells stinky. I think I complained about that on the show at some point. Yeah. And then this morning, I got an email uh, from a listener, Jackie. Jackie, thank you. Uh, of her putting her foot in, I think it's her her brother's, like uh, a Nike slides. Yeah. Like slip, like uh, flip flops. Yeah. Huge. I actually have the same ones. You do? I do. So please, I know I'm having my own struggles with it. I found a pair. Stop. Trying to make me out to be a foot guy. Online. Don't lie to us, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Send Don't those to dare. our buddy Jake, our, our ass foot Jake. He's all about the feet picks. You find him online. He'll entertain your feet picks. Carl Brown, confirmed foot guy. I'm just going to forward them to Jake. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> a lot of big-footed brothers and sisters in the text box right now, Carl. Yeah, chiming in in, uh, in both support and also sending me links about why people should not travel with their feet on the dash very dangerous safety issue <laughs> yes it's true <laughs> it's my psa for this weekend uh 905-688-9797 i got steve over on line 29 steve how's it going what's going on man so much man i just wanted to weigh in and help him out with the feet thing oh you got big feet too i do i'm what? a 13 you're a 13 okay um, i'm also a big dude i'm a six foot three 240 pounds nice nice all i want to say i'm in a, i'm a truck driver that travels to the states a lot so mm-hmm. i shop in the states yeah I can shop in the States now, even though the borders are closed, because I go over there. My advice to him would be, when the borders do open up, shop in the U.S. Everything's bigger in the U.S. We were talking about this on the show yesterday. And Steve, thanks, man. I'll put you on hold. Um, We are talking about this yesterday. That's typically where you would shop. Yeah, I used to go down, and that's where you've been with me. Is, yeah. uh, there's a when you and I used to drive to Seattle for a Seahawks game once in a while. Uh, there's a series of outlets there on the I five that we'd stop at, and yeah, typically, I mean, the last pair of shoes I bought before this pair that I just bought yesterday, uh, I bought in Buffalo in March of last year before everything uh, shuttered up for a little bit. So I was even talking to uh, uh, the guy who was casting my feet the other day. I was like, "Why is it here in Canada?" You know, beyond the outlets and stuff, you get lucky at the outlets once in a while. But even like the New Balance, I went to the New Balance store. There was one pair, one pair that fit me, <laughs> and they were like two hundred and thirty bucks. And there was a huge like made in the USA across like the tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't feel great about these. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't really want to drop on these. But that's the life you you're left with, right? Not a lot of choice, brother. Got to deal with the cards you dealt. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, again, Carl Brown confirmed foot guy. Send him all your foot pictures. He loves <laughs> them. Got a bad hand when it came to feet? <laughs> oh, no. hmm. yeah, it's okay. That's yeah, all right. You would have gave that a 3.5. Yeah, about that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's take a break. I want to talk about the Habs on the other side. Yes, please. Joey Bricks, just elated. I wonder you, if he went to bed last night. I, I don't know how you could. I wouldn't. Uh, he, You can see, actually, a video of him chugging a beer over on the Facebook page. Nice. <laughs> take a peek at that. But let's talk Habs, and I want to don't answer it now. I want to ask the question. Does Canada have to cheer for Montreal? Do we have to? Let's talk in six minutes. The Silver and Brown Show. Molly Crew, Silver and Brown Show. It's 977 Hits FM. Well, Habs fans, you've done it. You're going man. to the Stanley Cup. What a run. I, it, it has was, been a run, man. It was 3 1. 
Oh, <laughs> Leafs fans, man. The last team to qualify for the playoffs was mm-hmm. Montreal. The lowest point total of any team to qualify for the playoffs, Montreal. Mm-hmm. You know they remind me of a little bit? Oh. Do you remember the Los Angeles Kings in 2012? They they finished, I think they were eighth in the Western Conference. Yeah. And then they just steamrolled. I think they lost maybe five games the entire play. Like, they went nuts and just barreled through the Western Conference and won the Cup. Montreal mm-hmm. kind of reminds me in that way because that year, the Kings were, you know, eighth in the West or whatever they were. But if you know, if you follow the like the the Corsi number, the underlying numbers, the analytics, if you will, everybody said this team is way better than their position. They're way better, and hockey has a lot of randomness attached to it. Oh, it is yeah. a hard game to measure because there's puck luck and there's bounces. It's unpredictable. It's it's a tougher one to to project. Montreal very similar this year. If you look at if, if you look at that kind of stuff, if you put value in it, I think Colorado had the only higher uh, Corsi four, so they were in. If you look at the analytics, they were absolute darlings who just didn't get puck luck, and Price maybe didn't have the strongest regular season. A focus, Gary well, Price, some balanced scoring. Your top six D have stayed healthy, and here we are. Do you remember the like first quarter of the? I want to say first quarter of the season. Remember the Habs were flying. Yeah, I they remember. They were the top a, of the division for a little as bit. A, as a Vancouver fan, I remember because much of that was at the expense of the Canucks. <laughs> they kicked the hell out of Vancouver, like every time they played this year. Well, you, you can obviously not be a fan of Montreal, and and there's you know the rivalries. Obviously, if you're a Leafs fan or Sens mm-hmm. fan, anything like that, but you can't not be impressed by it. I mean, it's everybody made fun of the North Division. Mm-hmm. Everybody called it ridiculous. And rightfully so. There was a lot of there's a lot of middling hockey. Here no this doubt year. about it. It was. But they ran through Toronto, who were a yeah. top, you know, five team. Probably, yep. Yeah. Even Winnipeg, eh, but they swept them. You sweep yeah. anybody. That's impressive. Yeah. Hard to do. And then you take on the Vegas Golden Knights, who were really a consensus pick to like were uh, I mean Vegas to go. took out Vegas took out two really good teams to get there, right? Took yeah. out Minnesota in seven, took out I think the cup favored Avalanche. In what six games to to get to Montreal? So um, they you can't yeah, their resume stands firm now for who they, who they've gone through. No yeah. one can say you know underdog this or whatever. They're in the dance now. The fans went a little <laughs> nuts yesterday. It was crazy, man. Uh, I, yeah, I maybe went a bit far with the riot, but they flipped cop cars. There was yeah. tear gas. Yes. What the hell? Isn't that the expectation? I don't think there's a lot of property damage, which is. You know, good, but I yeah. Guess, eh? And it's, it, dude. And yesterday it was uh, Saint is it Saint John the Baptist or yeah. Saint John Baptiste Day yeah, in yeah. in Quebec. Baptiste so it was yeah. it, it was a federal holiday yesterday for them. Yeah. So I think folks might have got started a little early. <laughs> so there was the public uh, the public announcer uh, inside the Bell Center when the game was over and they'd done the trophy presentation. They came over the loudspeaker and said that yeah, the concessions will remain open. And we encourage all 3,500 people who are in the Bell Center to remain in their seats. If you want to grab a drink or a bite to eat, just uh, we're working on a little crowd dispersal outside of the moment. Go ahead and they don't need to drop 3,500 more pumped up people into this crowd right now. So they shot tear gas into the crowd. Well, to disperse the crowd. Yes, yes of course. Yeah. Of course. So uh, this begs the question, man. Yeah. Last Canadian team left. Mm-hmm. 
first Canadian team to make the final since Vancouver in 2011. Yep. Uh, what, 93 is the last time? That anybody won a cup in Canada, and it, it was, was Montreal. Montreal. Yep. As Canadians, do we have to cheer for Montreal now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? No, I'm with the text box. <laughs> text box is saying absolutely not as well. A lot of people saying hard no in the uh, in the text box, and the rivalry runs deep. And you know what? You know why it runs deep for me? Was the rest of Canada cheering for the Vancouver Canucks in 2011? Yeah, no. Most people were quite enjoying watching us get speed bagged by Brad Marchand. Yeah. Most people were. And, it, I mean, it's your fan base against everybody else. I'm not on the national support train. Yeah. You know what? Like it's just it just doesn't that the you know the 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 national thing of oh we gotta get the cup the cup comes home every summer, every summer the cup comes home, maybe not be for your favorite team, yeah, but it makes a, it makes its rounds across this country of ours from all the players on all the teams who who reside in Canada or bring it home for their celebrations, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pass on jumping on the wagon personally. Um, I don't really know whose wagon I would be on. Right now, I like the Islanders story, but honestly, it's whatever it is. I kind of like the tidiness of Tampa winning these two random kind of asterisk COVID Stanley Cups. Yeah. And Tampa just wins them both and we all move on. <laughs> <laughs> we all move on. With and we all just move on. When, when uh, would the, because game seven's tonight for Islanders Lightning. Yeah. When would game one of the cup final be? Would I believe they're aiming Monday? for Monday. Monday. Monday would all kick off, eh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about you? No. Are you on? Are you on the wagon? I. You know what? Are you ready? Are you ready? As as a Sens fan with a Sens tattoo. Yeah. Who talked to me so much about Josh Norris and everybody else and Drake Batherson, all yep. the good things in Ottawa. Yeah. Are you? Are he crossing the river there? Well, see, here's the thing. JG Pajot plays. Get you for a car flag. Pajot plays for the Islanders. Yeah. Former Sen. Ex Sen. Yeah. I, I think I might jump into his uh, on his wagon there. If they <laughs> Buddy, making it. as a Canucks fan, even with Alex Burrows behind the bench, I'm not on the I'm not on the half <laughs> I I don't even know which side I'm on and which side I'm cheering for. I'm I'm unaware which yeah. side I'm on. I kind of I kind of root for players at this point. I yeah, yeah ha, you know Montreal fans are are obnoxious, but so is everyone watching Carey Price win a cup. I think that'd be kind of cool. Sure, I would be okay with Carey Price winning a cup. Right? I wouldn't mind seeing Braden Point continue this crazy hot streak exactly. and go on. It's, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing the Islanders close down the old Coliseum by winning a cup yeah. in there in their last year in that building. There's lots of great storylines at this point. More, pick one. more importantly, yeah. somebody said, did Carl say the Kings? <laughs> <laughs> he did Los, say the Los Angeles variety. <laughs> I'll uh I'll I'll tell you on Monday who I'm going for once I see who's in the finals, all right? Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll give you a firm, hard answer. Okay. Nice and firm. Uh, we have $100 worth of vouchers for that Lotto Max draw to give away. Less than 10 minutes, we'll play Impress the Brown. God, let's see how this goes. Oh. It's, time. it's time for Carl versus the World on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. Okay. Let's see how we end this week. Let's see, buddy. You got that drywall handy? <laughs> you got it close. You got the drop <laughs> button handy? <laughs> I do. Let's go. <laughs> Three callers, we take them live. Anything they want to do to impress you. Mm-hmm. Whoever impresses the Brown the most goes home with $100 worth of vouchers for that Lotto Max draw. Again, not quite $70 million, but $50 million. You still take it, right? I guess. Somebody in St. Catharines uh, won one of the Max Millions on Tuesday. Yeah, one of them. Incredible. Okay. Come on, be a hits listener. <laughs> 
Trevor, Jody, and Eric is who I have lined up here. All right. Um, just going through. I'm, I believe. I'm going, off, I'm going off your vibes today. Yeah. You, you, you set them up for me here. I, Let's go. I believe that I have Eric right now. Eric, is this you? Yes, it All is. All right. Eric and Scarborough. Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Very well, man. Uh, what do you have for Carl Brown today? Impression. An impression. Okay. Let's see where this takes us. Why don't you take it away? My precious, if it's me, la, 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 what the rock is cooking? <laughs> was that, All right. Was that Gollum as the rock? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the an- him answering right. me was almost better than the impression. Okay. We will mark it on the record. Thank you. Okay. Um, that was something. Let's go. Uh, I yep. think this is Jody in St. Catharines. Jody? Yep. All right. How you doing today, buddy? Not too bad. All right. What do you got for Carl? Fun fact about Fast and the Furious from earlier okay. in your show. Uh, Supercar Blonde did an expose on the cars from Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. and she put out that... 50 to 60% of the cars were just bone stock cars you, anybody can buy off of any lot, and all they did was paint them just to make it look good. <laughs> 50 to 60% of the cars, they just put a little lightning stripe on it for speed and maybe some ground lights, and off we go? Yep. Okay. Mm. There we go. Okay. okay. we got a Fast and the Furious fact. We've got a... Gollum slash rock impression. <laughs> I would say the field is wide open here. Well, we got Trevor in Burlington. Trevor, how you doing, pal? Uh, good morning, good morning, Carl. <laughs> Hello, Trevor. Hell just hi, happened. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Good morning. Uh, my, my, my mommy told me Carl you smell and you wanted to talk to Elmo. Oh, hey, Elmo. How's uh, it going? Hi. Hi there. <laughs> Today. <laughs> I don't even know what to do here. All right, Elmo, that's not bad. Hold let on. Us know, let us know if, uh, do you know Austrian Cookie Monster that calls the machine? Oh, hold on. You want to hear maybe the worst idea I've ever come up with? Yeah, what's one, the worst? One second here. Hold on. Hey, Elmo, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, Gollum, can you hear me? Uh, hey, why don't you guys talk to each other for a second? That is the worst idea you've ever had. <laughs> God, I'll bring him down. <laughs> that is. <laughs> How do you pick a winner from uh, this? Honestly, I'm not 100% sure. Do you want me to see if Elmo can say, do you smell what Elmo's nope. cooking? No, I'm good. Okay. No, I've heard, I've heard all I needed to hear. <sighs> Man, is Elmo taking this thing? And it was at least a good Elmo impression. Yeah. It was still an Elmo impression, but it was... It was still the best of the bunch. Is that what you're El- going with? I'm going with Elmo. Hey, look, Elmo, you won. All right, Trevor, All right. give me one promise. We'll never hear this impression on the show again. Okay, man. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. Well, I mean, Carl, that's what happens when you you know go live radio sometimes. Such, yeah. such is the nature of the game. <laughs> I did uh, enjoy hearing Elmo and Gollum have some kind of chaotic conversation. 
can I can I hear Trevor's low end again there? <laughs> Man, the text box loved how completely <laughs> different that was. I was I don't know about you, I was shocked. I don't even, I don't know how you pulled that off. I don't have I don't have like I got a lower voice. I don't have that high register. Yeah. I can't get up there. It's crazy. Yeah, here it is. Trevor, right. give me one promise. We'll never hear this impression on the show again. Okay, man. <laughs> Tremendous. I I didn't see that coming at all. Get you a man who can do both? <laughs> I guess so. It's a good point. <laughs> Something else, man. All right. Well, we're gonna, we get, we get, can we shelve this for We can shelve Impress the Brown for a bit. All right? Oh, yeah. It's for coming back, though. It's coming back? You want to bring it back? Absolutely. But we'll put it up uh, Put it up in the attic. Okay. Let's sit for a sec, and it's mm-hmm. coming back. All right. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm not scared to have BS on the radio. <laughs> I ain't scared. <laughs> you think I'm scared, huh? You think I'm scared of that? Hmm? Uh, you scared of Elmo? Huh? <laughs> Let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get uh, some <laughs> questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, text them all in. We'll go rapid fire 977-977. We'll do it in about five minutes. Go. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. Text the show. You can call us too. 905-688-9797. It's a real effort Friday. I didn't even write any of these things down. I got a bunch of them down oh, here. Nice. So let me, I'll, I'll drive the bus here for a minute. Mm. Uh, first question came in. Have you guys uh, tried the Wendy's spicy chicken chips yet? I am the Wendy's spicy chicken Pringles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Pringles. Yes, I've got the can in front of me. Yes. We did try them earlier in the show. I'll try them again for you. Hold on. Right into the mic. You ready? Ready? One, two, three. Mm. What a frown. Great sound. Chip is okay. You know what? Hold on. I'm starting to like them more, actually, after <laughs> I've had a few. I was just about to say, mm-hmm. we tried them at like 6 o'clock this morning. We've been looking for them all week. We gave them the Soper and Brown bump. My first initial taste was, eh. Yeah. They were fine. We're fine. I actually like them a little better now. As I'm moving past the expectation of wanting it to taste like a spicy chicken, yeah, it's just a good chip. Like it, the chip itself is good. It's, it's got not the spi- ex- it's not exactly what it advertises. Mm-hmm. It's got some spice. Mm-hmm. Somebody said it's it's like if you crunch up ramen chips and pour the chicken spice sauce yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah, it's like pretty accurate. Like, yeah, like Mister Noodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and I said to you that the tomato and the mayo is really what helps make the spicy chicken sandwich. And but, I think it's hard to recreate yeah. that in a chip format. But uh, they're good. They're, I act. I, I think they're good. Get a tube. I think get, they're good. Get get a tube. Yeah. I wouldn't load up with more than one, but get one. No, I think they're good. Uh, question coming in from Caitlin. Uh, you guys are tasting the chips. Curious to know what is the worst thing you've ever tasted? The latest blender bed I did. It, that that was hands down the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. Worst thing I've ever tasted? Defeat. <laughs> um, did you guys find out your boss's porn preference or did I miss that this week? We did and we haven't talked about it yet. We did, yeah. We didn't Do actually I... reveal. Uh, we had a question come in, I think it was on Tuesday during open mic, <laughs> uh, asking uh, what porn does your boss watch? And more people's speculation of what you think your boss watches. And we asked. It's like a Dyson. We did ask. We did ask him. And we got a fairly honest answer. And the answer was, not much. He said, not much anymore. Not a lot of moving pictures, he said. But when he did, Mm -hmm. blonde. When his consumption was at its highest, it was blonde with large assets. Pretty classic. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty pretty standard, classic, wow. right down the middle, C-plus kind of porn. Do you want to touch my monkey? Nothing too creative, which uh, is disappointing, uh, and maybe not honest. <laughs> uh, great question here. Boys, is this weekend a long weekend? Yeah, it feels like it, doesn't it? It does feel like it's a long weekend. You're getting close to uh, Canada Day. I know school you, wrapped up for most of the kids. Oh They're God, getting certificates so today. You, school's, you know, out, school's out for soapers. You know what I think it is? You know why I think it feels like it? Yeah. Because next week is a short, weird week. For most people, yeah. You're going to work the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, I would say a lot of people typically have the Thursday off. Maybe some people tack the Friday on the end of it. I've received a number of like out of offices from people saying, yeah, "Yeah, like they're taking the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well to give them uh, the week. So it does kind of feel like a little bit of a long weekend. Next week is just going to be one of those Mm non-productive at work weeks. That's the way, not for everybody, obviously. No, not for everyone. But I I do think that people are starting to inch towards uh, some time off. Yeah. Uh, building on that, a question here from Richard said, are you two guys on vacation next week? Partially. Yeah. So we're going to be here with you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. And then we're off Thursday and we're off Friday. So Canada Thursday, off Friday. It's the following week after that, uh, that Soper and I are going to be on vacation. First little break really since Christmas. So, um, yeah, we'll be, be, yeah, we will be, uh, but we will be here with you guys Monday through Wednesday. And Uh, by the way, Wednesday we have to do our chug off. Somebody wants us to do, Oh yeah, we'll do a little, the chug and the beer. Yeah, we'll do an Instagram video or something at the end of the end of the day. Something like that. (laughs) What's an activity that keeps you away from your phone? Mm. Reading. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, wish, I wish there was Put a it, funnier answer. On, honestly, put, putting my phone in the other room. <laughs> For you swimming, you're not having your phone in the pool? But yeah, not yet. I Are fully am prepared to fall in the pool with my phone at some oh, point. Oh, well, fall in, fall in, whatever. I know I'm going <laughs> to get over there in the backyard and suplex you into your pool eventually, and I'm not going to be worried about what's in your pockets. But. I, you know what I was doing the other day? I was doing wrestling moves on the kids in the pool. Absolutely. Doing F5s. Dude, and what do you suplexes, think I want to come over for? German suplexes. I'm going to powerbomb Marshall so fast. The Sober and Brown Show. Uh, over the last week, or pardon me, I should say, a couple, couple of weeks, of weeks yeah. we've had people entering over the website for Freakout Friday. Our friends at Ghost Kitchens want to bring back prank calls. Want to bring some laughter back into people's lives after a wild 18 months. <laughs> yeah. Hundred bucks on the line, mm-hmm. and all you had to do was uh, put in your name, your email, your contact info, and how exactly you would freak out either your friend, your coworker, your partner, whoever it would make, whoever it would be. You give them a call, give them a nudge, whatever it would be, and see if you can get them to freak out at you, with you, doesn't matter. It was Gina who we just uh, yep had right. Gina. Gina said that uh, her husband, uh, they've got uh, a newly built shed that she built, or he built with his father. that's right. And so she said she, actually a little bit different because he was supposed to be at work, or was supposed to be elsewhere, but he was at home. Yeah. So she came up with the idea of, I'm going to put it on speaker, and I'm going to run up to the room, and I'm going to tell him that everything has been taken. Yeah. Shed door's ajar. Stuff's missing. I need your help. But can she make him freak out? Here we go. See, we go. Okay, I'm I'm running up the stairs right now, and I'm so nervous this will work. Hold okay, on, go. Hey, are you awake? Oh. We got a call, please. Why? I I was out in the backyard. I was in the garden, and the shed door is open. And I looked inside. The gate is open. Yeah. Uh, what's that called? The ladder is gone. 
Yeah. From the side of the shed, I looked inside the shed. The compressor's gone. Josh's bike is gone. The snowblower's gone. It's all gone. we got to call the police now. you got to come check it out. I'm too afraid to go. I don't know what's going on. Weird. <laughs> weird. Did you notice that this morning? I look go back. I see nothing. But it was open just a little bit. The shed door? The shed door. Did somebody not lock it? I locked it. Are you sure? Was Josh in there? Josh, tell me. We didn't put the insurance on the compressor or nothing, did we? No, we didn't put insurance on anything yet. Your dad told us to do that. Oh. Aren't you freaking? I'm going to look at it. Oh, God. What the f*** are you going to do? So you went in the backyard and the door was open? I went to go and check on the garden. And I noticed the shed door was open just a little bit. I checked last night. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, I'm breathing. <laughs> hey, well, uh, hello? Gina, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can your uh, husband hear us? Yeah, he's right here. What's his name? Bruce. Bruce. How you doing, Bruce? It's, uh, so, it's, Soper uh, and Brown from the police department. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we hear there's been a robbery. <laughs> well, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Now, in this particular occasion, I think I want to give the $100 prize for Ghost Kitchens to Bruce. I agree. He was calm and collected. <laughs> Bruce, for the calm and collected. <laughs> okay. Actually, we should tell him he's live on the radio right now. Yeah, also, oh, yeah. You're Sorry, live Bruce, you're here. All right. <laughs> have one. <laughs> Are you, uh, you a Habs fan? And your shed is time. locked. There we go. Yeah, your shed is fine. Nothing was stolen, pal. <laughs> See how calm I am? Yeah, no, yeah, it's incredible, actually. Man. I want to be Bruce when I grow up. Do you know why I had to get him back? So what happened? Okay, the reason why this setup was so perfect, because I came home on Monday after getting my second shot for COVID, yeah. and with a straight face, he looked at me and said, oh, the pharmacy called who did your shot. They gave you the wrong shot. Oh, you, Bruce, you did that? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you freak out? I totally lost it. I totally <laughs> lost it. That's why I was so nervous. I thought, I can't get him back because I usually can't keep a straight face. Yeah. But because I was so nervous, I was able to pull this off. Yeah, but he was, well, I thought he would freak out way more. No, no. See, that's why I have the alligator tattoo. <laughs> Cold-blooded. See, I'm calm. I strike when I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, look, uh, we're going to give the prize to Bruce. Bruce is going to win $100 for Ghost Kitchens. All right. So <laughs> maybe he'll take you for lunch or something. Maybe. But yeah. you guys will have to work that out yourselves. You can no, order in and back now. Yeah, you can order in some uh, some Cheesecake Factory and, and see if you guys can bear the hatchet. Oh, definitely Cheesecake Factory. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM. All right. Brown, what did we learn on the show today? And, you know, I want to quickly start with a massive shout-out to Bruce, mm-hmm. who was just on the phone with us with Freak Out Friday. Wife tried to convince him that uh, they were robbed. And, my God, that he, that even guy. If they, even if they were. He was caught. I, I don't know if you caught it there, but yeah. at one point he's telling her, just breathe, it's fine. Like, dude yeah. got a, a potentially a compressor, ladder, all this Whatever. stuff stolen. He's like, just breathe. It's going to be okay. We'll get through this. I like the uh, like reaction. Oh, the Habs one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. F the shed. Who the needs the on- shed? 
The house is on fire. Go halves, baby. <laughs> that would be me for sure. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Matt, the car was stolen. Yeah, but Whatever. the Cowboys made the Super Bowl. Did you see that? So <laughs> how bad could things really be? Uh, what we learned today. Man, we got our chips. We got our Wendy's uh, spicy yeah. chicken flavor Pringles, and they are they are all right. They get better with age. Yep. The second time yep. around I had them, I thought they were pretty good. They just they taste are, like ramen noodles. They're an okay chip, man. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, big thanks to Dennis, who dropped mine off. Jason, who dropped yours mm-hmm. off. Other Matt, who I saw yesterday, who dropped off my drywall there. Uh, the halves are through, as uh, Bruce oh, commented yeah. on, as uh, many people have commented on. Man, another overtime win. I'm not sure how many that is through this run. Another ball- another another guy who hasn't played a huge role yet, Arturi Lekkinen, a Finn, puts it in there with the uh, OT winner. Uh, depth of scoring, man, is pretty crazy. We learned about a UK name change. Oh. Which comes with its own theme song. Did we ever? Oh, where is it? I lost it. <laughs> oh, well. No! This guy got super drunk and changed his name to John Cena I'll by accident. I'll never get to play it again! Well, it's probably your last chance. Oh. Uh, we learned that I got uh, new shoes, and uh, you have accused me of being a foot guy. You Look, if you look at Carl's timeline on Twitter, <laughs> so many feet. If he tries to tell you he doesn't have a foot fetish, he's lying. I'm just collecting them for our buddy Jake. Uh, we guess. have an arrangement. He yeah. gives us the uh, the mead, uh, the honey wine there. That's and I send him foot pictures. I found him anyway. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Deal in a buck short. <laughs> we learned that you and I can legally have a beer together on a patio. And this is what it's going to sound like. Well, this is playing. That's us walking into the bar. Kick the doors open. <laughs> yeah, they did change it, so... Uh, doesn't have to just be same households now. Yeah. Although, yeah. So if you had a, some tells me people were lying about it. Yeah, anyways. it might have been. But anyways, now, if you've got a you don't table have to lie four, anymore. if the Sopers and the Browns perhaps wanted to sit down for a and meal together at an outdoors dining uh, spot, we can. The optics are clear. Is that it? I think that's it, brother. All right, man. Uh, it is kind of like a long weekend because it's a sort short week. Like it. It's a yeah. short week next week. No one's really working. Even if you're working, you're not really working, right? Right? I hope not. Uh, Ashley's up next. Enjoy your weekend party, people. We'll see you bright and early on Monday. All right? There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.